Uh, This text this morning uh, addresses two key Christian doctrines. First, God, and then the person and the work of Jesus Christ. From a uniquely Johannian point of view, John's claim about the first doctrine, the doctrine of God, is is that the divine life is eternally communal. John's claim about the second doctrine, the person and work of Jesus Christ, is that the Christian belief is that Jesus Christ is the incarnate of God. The incarnate of God the divine indwelling among human beings. The Gospel of John as a whole as concerned, it's concerned with the mystery of the person of the Jesus of Jesus and how Jesus serves, how Jesus serves the ultimate means and success to God through, through our belief and the person of Jesus Christ. It's based on the principle of incarnation. It is the divine indwelling among humans. Now the Gospel of John as a, as a whole is concerned with the mystery of the person of Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah, and how Jesus serves as the ultimate means of access to God through multiple approaches of understanding. The man sent from heaven, the Holy One of God, the bread of life, the path, the doorway, the Lamb of God, just to give it several names. In in John, the signs are primary sources of revelation about the truth of who Jesus really is. But the signs, the signs themselves are not enough. Believers must come to understand the truths that the signs reveal in order for them to be effective in the transformative process of salvation. For that to happen, however, the signs need to be interpreted And thus, the dialogue and discourse that we read this morning serve to show us, the readers or the hearers, how Jesus is both the sign and the interpreter. And Jesus tells his disciples that if they eat the bread that he is offering, they will live forever. Is Jesus Offering immortality? No. We are reminded of the story of the Samaritan woman in John, in John 4, in verses 13 to 14. Jesus says, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. Now Jesus uses these familiar symbols of bread and wine, flesh and blood and water to teach about the gift of life, eternal life, but a way of living that deprives fear of having the upper hand 
the disciples have now been offered this great gift. They have yearned for home. They have. They've been away for a long time. But the home that they are searching for is right at their doorstep. Surely they will embrace and walk through that door. But not all of them. Many of the disciples complain that the teaching is too difficult. And it's been too difficult for 2,000 years. Jesus asks them if he offends them. But he reminds them that the Spirit gives life and his words are spirit and life. And, and yet, there are many who will not believe. Many who refuse the safety and the security of the true home. The very thing that they've yearned for is being offered to them, and still they turn away from the gift. I wonder... I wonder if, if we prefer religion to God. We, we, like the disciples, are often defended by Jesus' offer of spirit and life. We, we feel good about some of our mission work, but we refuse to give our pewmate for their, uh, forgive our pewmate for their obvious addiction. We, we, we feel righteous as, as we teach Sunday school, but we're annoyed by the coos of a baby in worship. We make religion about rules because we can control the rules. We can amend the books of order. We can use scripture to hold down and oppress, and we can punish the rule breakers. Oh, yes, punish the rule breakers. It's much easier than offering compassion and forgiveness. John tells us that the 12 disciples, the core group, remain by Jesus' side. He asks them if they too want, want to go away. But Simon Peter, Simon Peter answers him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. It is in that moment that Simon Peter realizes that despite the startling images all around him, despite the hard path, he is ready to give up some control in order to go home. In order to accept the gift of life. It's in that moment that we choose to eat Jesus' flesh and drink Jesus' blood we are truly abiding in him and he in us. We choose life. We give up the notion that we are in control. Fear truly no longer has the upper hand. We understand that we are no better than any other children of God because of our denomination, our skin color, or our gender, our sexuality, or even our status. We turn over to God that which we fear the most, trusting that we are loved. When we can accept the love of God, that is pure grace. Love flows from us and we love others. We, we do forgive our pewmate 
for his addiction. We stop in real conversation with the homeless person on the street corner. We value that baby fussing during worship. We suddenly prefer God to religion at that point. And when... And why would that be? Because Jesus is the living bread. And that living bread that came down from heaven to provide eternal life to those who eat it because of the danger that someone will mistakenly suppose that Jesus is simply a heavenly messenger who brings new spiritual ideas and the bread that I will give you for the life of the world is my flesh. Note the future tense. He has not already dispensed this bread through his preaching and teaching. The saving bread is somehow related to his crucified flesh. For John, for for the Gospel of John, for the disciple John, eating the bread and drinking the wine are metaphors for taking into one's body, mind, and soul the climax of the incarnation in the death of of Jesus. While, while the verses that we read and have been reading in chapter 6, eating Jesus' flesh and drinking his blood inevitably recall communion, the Eucharist, the, the Lord's Supper, whatever you would call it. We, we must remember that John downplays the importance of this central rite. He devotes five chapters to the Last Supper, but omits the cup and the bread sayings. It's here in chapter 6 that he is warning us about participation in the Eucharist and, and the communion is no guarantee of eternal life. Merely eating the flesh of the Son of Man in this way profits nothing, Apostle Paul tells us. What's required is believing. Faith is a central concept for John, but the noun, the noun itself never occurs. The verb believe, however, occurs more than 80 times, 80 times, more often than all the letters of Paul taken together. But John stresses that faith is not something you have, but something you do. For John, believing in Jesus means accepting the gospel of incarnation And in him, the word became flesh and lived among us. And through the death of this Lamb of God, the sin of the world is taken away. The the scandalous ideas of eating his flesh and drinking his blood are probably drawn from the communion practice, the Eucharistic practice. but, but, But they are merely metaphors for incorporating the center of one's being, the saving death of the incarnate. You see, Jesus hasn't died yet. That's the saving act. It's not the communion that we eat. It's not the baptism that we take. The the dying act on the cross is the saving act. 
I want to leave today. I want to leave today with us contemplating our encounter that is found in Jesus in Peter's confession. The final verses of the text I read. When Jesus asked the twelve if they want to turn away, Peter, Peter answers with his with his own question. I, I, I think it's one of those great moments of faith that God gives us. Lord, to whom can we go? Now, we, we could interpret this as either an expression of despair or an expression of exultation. Where else do we have to go? Surely, there are many places that Peter and his friends could have turned. They, they, there were business prospects. There were family commitments, the comforts of home, the, the search for social status that called for their attention. There is always another dollar to be earned Another fish to be caught. Another purchase to be made. Another relationship to explore. Another position to pursue. Another enemy to withstand. Greek grief to, to mourn. But Peter knew what he had found. He knew what he had found in following Jesus. He came to recognize that Jesus was the Holy One of God, who alone possessed the words of eternal life. Sometimes the, the last choice is the best choice. It just takes us a while to see it. My, my grandmother would always ask me what I wanted for my birthday. When I, when I was very young, I was in her kitchen, and, and I remember her asking me that very question for the first time. And, and my grandpa was sitting in the kitchen at the head of the table, where he always sat, I right next to him. Oh, I answered, oh, any present that you would get, like to give me makes me happy, Grandmom. And she turned to me and looked at me and she goes, but what do you really want? And I remember, I remember smiling at her and then, and then, then looking at Grandpa and sheepishly saying, Grandmom, no one makes candy and cookies like you. I'd like them for my birthday. And so she did. She, she made this candy I called Michigan candy. It was a cross between rock candy and Swedish fish. I absolutely loved it. Perhaps that's why I have diabetes. But I absolutely loved it. But it was tedious and, and time-consuming to make. Oh, and her cookies. Her sour cream cookies. Her molasses cookies. Oh, out of this world. I would look forward to receiving a shoebox full of candy and cookies for the next 40 years. Nothing ever tasted better than those treats. And much to my family's dismay, she only made them for me over those 40 years. 
She made them just for me. Why? My dad complained about it. My aunts complained about it. My uncles complained about it. My cousins complained about it. Why? Because they were my first thought. They were not an afterthought. She often told me uh, that life was too short to eat anything but good cookies. And I agree. Those, sadly, those cookies have gone away. But in Jesus' case, his bread, his, his water, his, his blood are forever. Because he offered them as eternal life. Now that's some really good stuff. Amen.